the city of canals, off the beaten track in Amsterdam. And it's coffee time. Excuse me, do you speak English? Yeah. Are you English? No. No, you sound you're American. <laughs> no, I come oh. from the Netherlands. I'm oh, just okay. Netherlands. Yeah. And I was just wondering where you're going. I'm, go- I'm going home. I'm uh, going home. You- just dropped back. My son's working over here and uh, said, well, can we uh, transfer the car into your, my, your car in my bicycle? So I had to leave the keys over there. He brought me over here, take the boat to the opposite side, take the train home. Where's home for you? Home is for me uh, uh, near The Hague. So I need to take the train for, well, say, for instance, an hour, probably an hour. What do you do for a job? Uh, I'm a coach. I'm a coach, personal coach. So I coach people in their personal and uh, people performance. So that's what I do. You're quite snappily dressed. That's what attracted me over to you. Uh, you look very thank, thank kind you very of much. smart. Thank you very much. What is it that you like about coaching people? Well, I think in generally it's about, about people having their purposes. And uh, from the purpose you can help people finding out how to do what they really want to do. Because a lot of people do work or do something which they obviously don't like. But they just do it because of the money or whatever. And uh, I'll help people finding their purpose and working around their purpose. Uh, and having fun in, the, in their daily jobs or the daily life. So how did you get into doing that? <laughs> you have to you have to get a burnout for that or something. Yeah, I was burned out once, and and that took me the, gave me the opportunity to to think it over, to think my life over, and say, well, what did, what did I make it myself? And well, I think it's okay for now. Uh, I'm 50, 52 years old now, and uh, well, I think it's it's okay. I'm I'm, I'm happily with a with a family and uh, with a job and uh, with my life. So, uh, what were you burnt out with? What was your job before? Well, I, I was uh, head of sales, and I had, I think, 30 shops, uh, retail shops to manage. Oh, that's far too much. So you can try to do that by working harder and harder and harder, and then suddenly stops. And, and what happened when it suddenly stopped? Well, I was I was in the car driving home, and I only found myself driving to the hospital. I said, well, I don't feel very well. It's better to drive to the hospital than, than home. But eventually, I... I I already knew, of course, uh, from that that something was happening. But this was the very moment that I said, well, now it's finished. Now I stopped. So I, that, I, I took some, some weeks off. And, and after six, seven weeks, I started to work again, but on another way. Simply another way. No. So what did you went to the hospital? What, what did no, they, no, 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 no. Was just, just I went to the doctor. I said, well, this, this is, this is what, what's happening to me. He said, well, you know what's happening to you. Yes, yes, I know. So I had to take some, some time, some rest, and after that, uh, well, I decided to do, to, to do it, well, not the same as, as I used to do it. That's, that's is it quite hard as a, as a man, maybe, to admit, this is too much, I can't do this anymore? Well, I can imagine that you pose the question, because I think a lot of, of people think it's hard to, to, to imagine that, well, something you cannot do. For me, it was, was quite refreshing. It was hard, okay. The moment the doctor said, well, this is what's happening to you. You have to stay home for because you cannot work at this moment. Well, it's hard in this, in a in a matter of um, um, well knowing or seeing that something is happening to you. And I was always managing the other people and said, well, if you're not okay, I will help you. I now have to help myself. So that was the very moment of changing changing life. Yeah, because it's hard to realize that to be strong, you need to take help. Well, I think yeah, yeah. And generally, it's it's. Uh, I, I think in generally, it's hard to, to ask for help. A lot of people uh, uh, have to ask for help, but they don't, they don't do it. 
at the moment I start hard, uh, asking for help, it helped me very much to, 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 to change my, uh, my life. Yeah. And how did your family react? Oh, well, they said, of course, of course. We, we already saw that some time ago. It's, it's a regular uh, 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 reaction on that. Uh, but I think it, they said, well, finally it happened. So you stay home, take your rest. We will support you. And uh, this is the best which could, could happen to you. And it was eventually. Does it feel like a different life now then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sunny life now. Huh? It's much more sunny than it was. And I can see the sun always now. Even if it's not there, I, I see the sun. And that's the major difference from, from then. There was a grey area. It was, I had to go to work. Do you think you were very nice to live with when you were working so hard? No. No. I don't think so. I, and projection on a lot of other people. Uh, well, you, can, you can work very hard, but it's not, it's not uh, what's helping you to, to, to grow. I think growing is within yourself and not in uh, how hard you work. It's... Uh, I, th I always say we're human beings and not human doings. And we act like human doings and this is the major problem we have. So do you have better relationships now in your family and yeah, everything? Yeah. yeah, take more time, take more rest. Yeah, I think it's, it's better, yeah. People are relieved. They are, and I'm, I'm also, yeah. Thank you. Thank my both, thank you very much. No Then, so what does sort of mean? Well, I've got an apartment here, but moving in December. Oh. Why the big move? Like Amsterdam, and um, just decided to move. Where do you live in England? In then, Brighton, oh. in South, in the South. And then we bought an apartment here last year. Spent Christmas here, enjoyed it, and decided to make the move. So, have you got jobs over here, or you no. guys? No. <laughs> no, not yet. No. Not yet. What do you do? Well, he's an artist. <laughs> And I work in the city currently in recruitment, uh, but I won't do that when I'm here. Okay. So don't know yet. So you're going to Just get see. the job in? I'm working my notice. Finish at the end of November. Is this the craziest thing you guys have ever done as a couple? Um, it's not crazy. It seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> well, there you are. It might not be crazy. <laughs> and what are you hoping you'll get out of the move? Um, what? Well, you know. I, I, I haven't thought about it. Um, it just seems like the right thing to be doing, and I've got no concerns. Um, just a new chapter in, in our lives, really, I guess. And this is a bit of an impertinent question, but that's the whole idea behind this, is that I get to be a bit impertinent. So this might be a bit rude, but is this where you're going to kind of grow properly old, Amsterdam? Yes, we are old. You're not old. Yeah, yeah, old. yeah we will. Yeah. We'll die here. And that's okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's Hopefully good. Hopefully late. Yeah. <laughs> later rather than sooner. Yeah. But that is that is kind of part of the consideration, isn't it? That you're kind of you're not going to be then maybe setting off for somewhere else. So this is kind of it's quite a big decision from that point of view. Well, the plan is not to go anywhere else, but who knows what's going to happen longer term? Probably not. But have an open mind about it. Could what well, could it end up in Italy or France? It's, uh, it's uh, I mean I'm nearly seventy, so. It's like I've 
went to live in Greece when I was 20 and God knows where that. This is quite simple, <laughs> really. And we have bought somewhere and it's paid for and so, we, you know, it's all done, decorated, everything's finished and we're just going to move here, aren't we? And were you a bit of a hippie then when you were younger? Um, sort of. I don't want to say. Oh, go on. He was a party animal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do. I mean, when you were younger, you know. I've always been square, so tell me. Uh, I mean, and friends and that, and they just say, oh, let's go to Greece tomorrow and work. And we're, oh, all right. And so, you know, <laughs> we just went. But as you get older, you do think about it uh, more. But, um, no, no, this is... Um, it seems... Like we fit in, you know, and everybody seems to love it here because it's so laid back. Mm. So. so how long have you guys, if you don't mind me asking, been together? Twenty-five years. Married? No, no we're doing not that next year. year. Doing that next year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here? We, we'll do here, yeah. Well, yeah we're yeah. both Buddhists, so we'll have a Buddhist ceremony here next year. What's a Buddhist wedding ceremony like? Or a Buddhist <laughs> gay wedding ceremony? That's well, quite a small subsection of a Venn diagram well we're members of the Sok Gakkai which is uh, the lay movement of the Nichiren of the Buddhism of Nichiren Tashonin and um, it's a traditional ceremony with um, are we having a tra- we haven't discussed whether or not I have a tra- no, no. traditional one yet no, I, just, I just want to do it because we've got property and money and if anything happens to him it all comes to me I'm not stupid. <laughs> or romantic. No. <laughs> the ceremony is just, just chant um, offer each other wine, say a few things, and it's done. It takes half an hour. Probably having about 30 people come over. Well, You're playing I mean, up to something here. You don't really no, think No, no. I mean, the amount of people I know that, straight people, that have been married, and, you know, they don't last 25 years, you know. They'll probably kill me after you've married and, and <laughs> take all the money and run. <laughs> so how did you meet? That's my final question. Where did this all begin? Oh, well, off our faces on drugs in a nightclub Not in London. His, he was off his face. Uh, uh, you know, the usual thing. I fell on him. Little <laughs> <laughs> drunken stupor. Yeah. I can't remember much about it. But 25 years later, you know, I'm stuck with it. So anyway, we must go because we're going to the art um, exhibition, wherever that is. Affordable art affordable show art. over there. Yeah. So, thank you. Fill your bike baskets with art. <laughs> we'll do it. Congratulations. Good luck. Good luck. See you later. Bye now. I stumble across love stories wherever I go, and each one is completely different. You just never know. Edwin Pearson composed the music, and the team at Loftus Media produced these episodes. My name is Catherine Carr. Thank you for listening. Where Are You Going is shortlisted for the Listener's Choice in this year's British Podcast Awards. If you have 30 seconds to spare, please support the podcast by voting for us at www.britishpodcastawards.com forward slash voting. The link is also in the show notes and we would be so grateful if you were able to do it for us. You never know, it might mean that we get to do things like make tote bags and I'm sure you'd like one of those. You just never know. Thanks for listening.